Facts don't hurt. The circumstances of our lives do not affect us until we have registered the facts in our minds and attach meanings to them. We create our own stories and believe them. These stories are what shape in our lives. Let's talk about it. I am Master Certified Coach Irina Ishenka, and you are listening to the episode 5 of the Uncensored Caregiver Podcast. The initial stages of dementia are not very noticeable for the rest of the family. Most of the times, the person with dementia can mask the changes they're experiencing quite well. Nobody in my family realized my mother-in-law had dementia until she got to the stage when she had to walk whenever she saw the door and started falling because she couldn't keep her balance even with her walker. She was very good at navigating situations where she couldn't remember something. She was telling us stories how she was visiting with her friends in the neighborhood during her walks, about phone conversations she had with them, and how she was keeping herself busy solving crossword puzzles daily. We didn't have a reason to believe it wasn't so. It all sounded very real and believable, until she got to a hospital and kept telling us about her walks and visiting with friends and solving crossword puzzles when she couldn't get up from the bed and there were neither friends nor crossword puzzles in sight. Only then we realized that her dementia was there for a while. The changes in her brain had already happened. We didn't worry about her dementia because we were unaware of its existence. It became painful only when her dementia became obvious to everyone around her, and we finally registered it. Only when we had thoughts about my mother-in-law's dementia, how fast it was progressing, and how little she could actually remember, did the emotional pain and deep sadness, grief and frustration and anger show up. In the same way, dementia-related changes might not be registering in the mind of the person who has it. It might look like the person denies the facts of them forgetting and having the issues, but in fact, they may not be realizing It's like it's not registered in their brain yet, and that's why they're not being bothered by it. So how this understanding can be helpful? First of all, learning to separate facts and our thoughts about them help us regulate our emotions. Because it's our thoughts that create our feelings, and we can control be in control of our thoughts and choose what thoughts we want to think and what beliefs we want to believe. In other words, we can decide how we can interpret the circumstances of our lives. What stories are we telling ourselves about what's happening in our lives? It's not my mother-in-law or her dementia that was making me angry. It is the thought of how unfair it was that this brilliant woman 
who was a physics professor most of her life, suddenly wilted away. And that was what was making me angry. Second, when you notice what you are thinking, you can also notice how you feel when you have that thought and how you act when you have that feeling. And the result of your actions is also the result of your thinking because the actions you took are prompted by the feelings that were created with that thought. Stay with me. Here is a very simple example of this. For example, you have a to-do list with 10 items on that. And when you think you will never get all things done, you feel overwhelmed about it. And when you feel overwhelmed, most likely you will start distracting yourself with some sweets and scrolling social media or watching some Netflix. And you do it to feel better. Or to be more precise, not to feel that overwhelm that you have when you think that you will never get all those things done on your to-do list. And as a result, those items on your to-do list are still there because you never even try to, to do anything about them. So how we can create of our thoughts and beliefs to improve the results that we get? You can start by writing down what you think about your life, about yourself, what you think about the relationships with your family members. You can think of the lessons that your parents taught you and what you would like your caregiving journey be. What do you think is possible for you? And if you think that it's not possible or make a list of what's not possible, why? When you write down these thoughts, notice how many of them are coming from your past experiences and you don't question them anymore. How many of those thoughts create negative feelings? And how many of those thoughts are being repeated for so long and so often that they become your beliefs? Look at your beliefs and question them. See what results you are creating in your life. Do these beliefs serve you? Do you want to keep them? When you repeat the same thought again and again, it becomes a belief. But it doesn't mean it's true. Again, the belief is the thought that you keep on thinking And you stop questioning it. But it does not mean that what you think and what you believe is true. When you recognize that, you can decide if you want to keep that thought or if you want to find a new one that will become your new belief. You can think of your thoughts like shoes. You can try them on and see if they are a good fit. And if they are not a good fit, you can try a new pair. In the same way, when you see what results you're creating with your thinking, you can choose if you want to keep those thoughts and turn them into the beliefs 
or you can try something different that would serve you better. And the same as with the shoes, you can try them on until you find the pair that fits. You can try on the thoughts until you find the one that helps you to create the feeling that you want to have. For example, my mother-in-law has dementia. This is a fact. What do I want to think about that? I can think it's unfair and feel angry about it. I can think it's tiring to repeat the same thing again and again because she doesn't remember what she asked me 10 minutes ago and I will be annoyed. I can also think that she is the same person who loved me since we met for the first time. And then I feel compassion. And I can tell you, I show up in this world as a much better person when I act out of compassion, not when I act out of anger. So I'm choosing the thoughts and beliefs that help me be a compassionate human being. How do you want to show up in this world? And what would you believe to be that person? If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you're interested in learning more about thriving as a caregiver, I would love to talk to you. I work with clients both in groups, settings, and one-on-one. Find the link in the show notes to schedule an appointment and get all details about it. I'm saving this spot for you. Until the next time.